Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the emblem. Live on SENSA, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Get great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Yeah, g'day there, Red and Blue Army. Welcome to another massive episode of Redlegs Radio. Of course, we're back in the winner's circle. Did... The, did a nice job of the dogs last Friday night. 21-point winners. They came at us in the third quarter, but we found a way past them. Uh, and uh, we are back to three and four and sitting just out of the five and with a massive game tomorrow night, of course, against the Adelaide Crows. We are looking forward to that one. Big thank you to Palmerbet. Get great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly for Gamble's help. 1-800-858-858. And Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Sponger Doreen and the team down there at Climate South, Australia's biggest Dakin dealer. Winter's coming. It's going to be cold. What you need to do is get yourself nice and settled and warm and cosy in a climate. Joe Marciano is my co-host. Joe, nice to see you. Well, Pleased you... with the boys on Friday? Yeah, I was. Yeah, always nice coming in here after a win. And uh, the boys were they were impressive. You know, 21-point win against the Dogs. And uh, didn't look like we were going to... Look, they came back at us in the third. And, but I th- ne- never thought we lost control of the game. And um, I thought Bain and Lowe was outstanding. And uh, our midfielders got to work. And... We were able to topple them, and uh, we butter up tomorrow night against the uh, the Crowies and Friday night footy again. Four goals to Bain and Lowe. He will be our guest a little bit later on this evening, so do not go away. But I tell you what, we've gone right to the top of the pops for uh, joining us with the show this evening. It's the uh, well, the footy manager. What's your title, actually, Rob? You better just formalise that for me, mate. A football services manager, reserves coach, league runner at the moment. So league runner. <laughs> a bit of everything. I'll do whatever they want. You're looking whatever fit, they mate. I tell you. So, Rob Harding, yeah, nice to have you back at the show. Welcome back. Great to be here. No, I really enjoy coming in and, and doing this and speaking to our fans, and nice to do it after a win. Overall, what did you make of uh, Friday night? You didn't have it all your own way, but it was business-like is how I saw yeah. it. No, nah, it's spot on. It was a good challenge for us. And we knew Central's had bounced back a bit. Obviously, they had a tough week the week before against Sturt, and uh, they always come with a real aggressive mindset, and real physical around the contest, and we saw that at both reserves and league level. But to come away with two wins, the reserves by seven goals, the league by three and a half goals, and probably both teams um, arguably should have won by more just on the back of poor kicking in front of goals. So... Plenty of time spent goal kicking on Tuesday night this yeah. week to try and rectify that. And that's been an issue for us across the course of the year. But really pleased to get the win. Chief, obviously, always good to talk about the, uh, the you know, the experienced guys in Boyd and Rantel and Richards. But three debutants we unveiled last week in Cavallaro, uh, Tommy Graham and Jackson Kelly. What would you make of their performance? Yeah, really good. Really pleasing to bring three more guys in. I think it's 10 or 11 now we've debuted at yep. league level this year. Guys that have come up from under-18s, guys that have um, had to earn their way over the last couple of years and guys we've brought in from other clubs. So um, Jack Kelly, I thought, was outstanding. Really pleased to bring his speed and run through the midfield. So he was really valuable for us. Tom Graham, I thought, competed well. Gave us yep. a bit of a, a chop out in the second ruck roll. Um, and Michael Cavallaro held up really well. Yeah. You know, he's um, it's been an interesting one for Cav. You know, he spent a lot of time as a half forward and a bit of time on the wing with me last year in the twos and went to halfback this year. He's got a beautiful kick on him, Cav, and we love having that as a setup kicker behind the ball for us a little bit. 
Um, and I thought he was really strong on the night. So I'm really pleased for those three guys to get their opportunity at league level. Rob, I've always sat in the grandstand and I, I have a real understanding of how the fans are feeling. And the one thing I think they do get frustrated with is the ability to finish the work. I mean, we are probably the hardest working team in the competition. Tackle stats are always right up. Pressure stats are always good. We're, we're gaining territory. Our inside 50s are high and our defensive 50s are very low. But it just seems like, and you touched on it, the kicking for goal, the polish, the finish in the last third just seems to let ourselves down from time to time. And fans, I'm sure like players, uh, can get a bit frustrated with that. It's been constant. Is that something that you've identified as, is it a technique issue? Is it something that... Uh, you know, people get a bit white knuckled about because we've had problems in the past, or yeah, is, it, is it just a mental thing? Like a connection between the, obviously the mids, or you know, a little bit of method gone forward. Yeah, yeah, it's a mix of all these things, really. Um, look, we, we've I, solved it there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the couple of elements that we really touch on one is the the build up to it and getting shots in good spots, like you talk about, Joe. So making sure that we connect in good parts of the ground and give ourselves the best opportunities, which I think we do a reasonable job of getting shots from the corridor where you'd like to take them. For a lot of guys, it's having a set routine and a set technique. Yeah. The opportunity to practice a bit through yeah. pre-season and become accustomed to doing it under fatigue because mm. that's the one thing that happens. You you can schedule goal kicking in training and do it not under super fatigue. Pretty relaxed. And it's pretty relaxed and there's no pressure. And, um, you know, we add a few little elements in to try and add a bit more pressure and get, you know, guys around the mark to try and, you know, put teammates off and do all those things. But it's very hard at whether it's sample level or AFL level, to replicate game day pressure. And the core thing that we come back to is having a good routine and mm. a routine that after you've run 8, 9, 10Ks and it's the last quarter and you need to kick this goal, you keep the same routine. I, I love my golf. and I, I think putting and set shot kicking for goal is something very similar. And you watch a, a guy like Tiger Woods as a putter, whether he's got a 30-footer or a 3-footer, he goes through a routine that is identical. And I reckon I've seen a couple of Norwood guys lining up for goal, and I don't think they even know what they're going to do as they start to make their walk-in, whether they're going to try and crimp out to the right to gain a bit more. And Ben Jarvis um, has done that a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just interested, is that something that you'll try and focus on with the guys, is is coming up with something that's that's constant and obvious and, and repeatable? Yeah, absolutely it is, yeah. And putting's a great example for it that uh, I think a lot of guys get to game day, and even if they practice the routine, it's – just in the chaos and the mess and the fatigue of a game that they deviate away from a little bit. And we have to spend more time making sure that it's fully ingrained so that um, when you get to a game day situation, you do just execute it the same way you do in training. And the other thing is, and we had an example in the um, reserves last week of a player who took a mark out wide and for the first time in his life, decided to snap it. And he said to me when we reviewed his tape, he goes, I've never done that before in my life. So <laughs> that, I think it just shows that that's what happens. You, you, in that moment, you take the mark and you think, I could snap this. How many steps am I going to take? Yeah. Yeah, what's the angle I'm going to walk out yeah. on? It hasn't really practiced it yet. So we keep coming back to set your routine, practice it from different spots, and then make sure on game day we actually stick to doing the routine. I was going to say, Chief, and this isn't obviously an excuse or anything, but has the LED signage made it a little bit of a, a thing for the boys? Are they getting, you know, is that... A- it's a big deal for them. Are they taking that into consideration? It does. I'm happy to use that as an excuse for the goal <laughs> kicking at the moment. But, um, I have heard no, everything no. now. <laughs> we'll need something else next week potentially as a different excuse. But no, look, the, the signage is a really interesting one. And yeah. I, I know from my own experience, I was at the Crows in 2014 or 15, I think it was, when Marvel Stadium put in signage for the first mm. time. And the first time we went there as a Crows team, we played Collingwood. So when our guys had shots of goal, the black and white vertical stripes were moving around behind oh, right. the goals. Yep. And it was quite off-putting for the guys. Yeah. For the first. Now, after the first game, you're used to it yep. and you move on. So, yeah, I'd love to claim the signs excuse for us. But it does look fantastic, the signs at our ground. We're it very does. fortunate. We've got an amazing ground there. And um, 
it was very very bright during the reserves game um, <laughs> it was actually, last we week, which uh, yeah, it was almost had a country yeah. footy feel. We could have turned the main lights off and just had the had bright that. LED signage to light the whole thing up. Harry Boyd, he has been a revelation this year. Firstly, just talk about what he has, what difference he has made to the side, and I guess a bit of a surprise. No one saw him as such a dominant ruck. The flip side, are you fearful that we're going to lose him in a few weeks? Yeah, well, I think Harry's journey is a fantastic one to reflect back on. He's been at the club for two years now. It's his second year at the footy club. And he came to us having played some VFL footy at Werribee. Really, we projected him more as a key defender initially. Mm. And then yep. um, through necessity and through form and training, he became a key forward and a second ruck. And then after Michael Knowles' retirement, has become our primary ruck. And the way he's embraced that role, the way he's developed his leadership over the last 12 months, is absolutely fantastic. So, look, we're hopeful to not lose him in a mid-season draft. Obviously, rucks when you've got a really good one and a state-level one that we have, um, you're always fearful that an mm. AFL club will come calling. But, yeah, his game last week, you know, 30, 30 disposals as a ruckman, 15 clearances, I think yeah, it was. Right. 47 hit-outs. Oh, he incredible. did everything. And he does. And he, he plays most minutes every week. We give him a little chop out here and there where we can. But he's an important part of our footy club. And, and you know, we looked around for to recruit um, an experienced ruck to join in. Um, our footy club, and we couldn't really land one. They're a bit like wicket keepers in cricket. They're few and <laughs> far between sometimes. And um, we didn't land an experienced one to join Harry. We landed some underneath players to develop through, and Stewie Lawson's doing a great job in the reserves as, yep. as we track his development. But yeah, Harry's in, a really integral part of our footy club. Hey, Chief, obviously turning our attention to tomorrow night, the Crows, and um, they had a good 33-point win against the Eagles last week. Um, no doubt Boyd will have his work cut out for him either Strawn or Riley O'Brien, but... You know, as a coach, heading into a game against a, a formidable team like the Crows, they've, they're well, pretty well stacked. Um, you know, with Matty Crouch and Schomburg and you know Frampton and all that. Um, how do we attack a game like this against a pretty good team? And you know what you're going to expect and against AFL players. You know, essentially. I think anytime you come up against the AFL squads, whether it's Adelaide or Port, we have the attitude of the more AFL players they roll out, the better. Yep. Roll out 22 AFL players against us. Let's take you on at your best. Yep. So that's the mindset and the attitude we have the whole time. And um, yeah, you know, there's no doubt that these guys are high-level players. Yep. I expect Riley O'Brien to play AFL this week. But if he does play um, against us tomorrow night, he's coming off 37 and 30 hitouts and about 400 clearances. So, um, and Matt Crouch is yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Crouch is an Australian level player. Like these guys are, are superstars. So, yep. um, that's fine. That's a great challenge for our guys. And I think you find that our guys rise to that challenge. So after that, though, we treat them as we treat any other yep. opponent. They've got strengths and they've got weaknesses, and we've got strengths and we've got weaknesses. So um, we'll attack their weaknesses and, and try and minimize their strengths. And it's a great test for where it's at. Yeah, we had a cracking game against them out at Westlake's in the, the last trial game where they got a real good jump on us, and then we felt we got right back into that game. And they kicked away a little bit at the end. So uh, now guys are excited. We can't wait to play against them. And yeah, the stronger the team they roll out, the better. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if you noticed this, and this is before your time, Rob, but I always felt like the Norwood squad, if they looked at the paper on a Friday morning, if they saw that there was 14, 15 AFL listed players in the Crows, they're almost a bit demoralized and beaten before they started. Did you notice that when you first arrived at the club and that that, that been something you've had to work on to say, no, 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 we're a, we'll have a crack at these guys and we're a genuine shot? Well, I think Jade and I were very fortunate in our first round at the footy club. We played Port Adelaide on, on round one last year on we the did, Thursday yeah. night. So it gave us the opportunity to dispel that straight away. And I think when you have a change in personnel in your key roles, like Jade and myself, what we were able to do is change some of the, maybe thinking around some of the previous um mindsets, yep. whether it was big oval, little oval, whether mm. it's wet conditions, dry conditions, whether it's 14 AFL listed or 22 AFL listed. It's a fresh start and a clean slate over the last 18 months with us at the footy club. And um, we haven't had to really 
uh, address the number of AFL players because our guys have shown a great mindset towards it mm. since we've been here. Brilliant. Okay, we're going to talk about the team for tomorrow night. I know you've had some challenges. I know that it, training's about to start, and I think you'll finalise the team uh, as soon as training is over, but we're going to work out what the team is now, and we do it thanks to... Motors. Yeah, big thank you to Paradise Master, great supporters of the football club, and they bring us the team each and every week. Righto. So uh, between the two of you, because you have got your heads around it, just give us a bit of an indication of where we're at. Are we losing anyone, obviously, from last week? There will be a couple of changes from last week. The, yeah. the main one is obviously Cam Tahini um, came out of the game during or late in the first quarter with a hamstring injury. So yeah. uh, it's tough for Cam. You know, he had a concussion a couple of weeks ago. He, he came back well from that. Um, and he has had a, a history of soft tissue injuries in his last year at um, Geelong. So we're pretty conservative with him. It's a really low-level one. But Good. unfortunately, Cam will miss this week. I'm really pleased to announce, though, that um, most importantly for us, Matt Panelson will make his return to league footy this Your week. Beauty. How good is that? That is that massive. Hang on. I reckon I've got something here for that. Here we go. <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah, absolutely exciting. And, and a, a really long and difficult journey for Matt to come back from an injury nearly two years ago now. So yep. he, he came back and played his first game in the reserves against Sturt a few weeks ago. Um, he had a personal reason to miss a game the week after. We had a bye after that. So he played one more um, with me last week against Centrals. He was our best player on the night, I felt. So uh, he's, he's poised around stoppage, his clean hands, and then obviously his class going forward and ability to hit the scoreboard. And you know, we're so excited to have him back. You know, He's going to be such an integral part of what we do going forward. He's such a popular and loved person around the footy club, an incredible contributor to our footy club over a long period of time. So um, Nos comes back in this week, and uh, we can't wait to have him. And Chief, obviously, J- uh, Jacob Kedley missed last week with a niggling toe injury. Is he back for next uh, for tomorrow night? So he'll get through training tonight, we expect, and yep. he'll be named in our squad, and we'll just confirm after training tonight. But, um, yeah, expect that he'll come back in. So uh, really pleased for JK, obviously. He's been one of our best players this year, and he's played at times real selfless team roles that get recognised more yep. perhaps internally than externally. Um, and his leadership, we talked about with Harry Boyd before, but JK's leadership has developed um, sure. enormously this year. And we had a vacuum of leaders essentially leave the club last year. We lose guys like Richard Douglas and Mitch Griggs. So JK's really stepped up into that void. And obviously, uh, Pierre Seymour ha- entered the HNS protocols last week. Is he a chance to potentially return tomorrow night? Yeah, so Pierce will be named in the squad tonight. Yep, and he's another one. And with the guys that go into the protocols, uh, we take a real case by case approach yep. with them. And um, particularly myself and our high performance manager, Taylor Jack, we run a lot of individual sessions with these guys just to make sure that they're back up and feeling well. And everyone uh, reacts to the COVID situation differently. So uh, Pierce trained really well. He did a session with us on Saturday morning last week. And uh, he'll be right to be in the squad tonight. Uh, One more I've got to ask you about is the coach, Jade Rawlings, and how he's uh, just dealing with things. I imagine he's probably looking over the border and seeing the grief that his brother Brady is getting at North Melbourne at the moment. I mean, mean, he's a really resilient guy, Jade, and I'm sure it won't have any effect on how he prepares the team this week. But, I mean, it, it would be difficult for anyone when you see a family member of yours under so much pressure. Yeah, absolutely. And Jade and Brady are close, mm. uh, as you would imagine. So, now look, Jade handles that stuff really well. And look, he obviously spent some time at North Melbourne in recent years as well. So he knows the ins and outs of the footy club um, quite well. So, look, yeah, he's Jade's doing a fantastic job with our footy club. I keep saying to people, we're so lucky. We, we have a, a head coach at our footy club who could be an AFL senior coach. He's yep. done all the work for yep. it. He's ready to go. I, he could plug into being an AFL head coach tomorrow. And... We're so lucky to have him. He's made an enormous difference at our footy club. And it just shows, I think, the way that we play is a real sustainable brand of footy. And it's on the back of the way that Twig um, educates and the way he brings everyone together. And the side that people don't see 
on game day is the cultural stuff he builds mm. during the week and the way he's able to get guys to build these relationships with each other. And we've had an enormous turnover in our list in the last two years. You know, we've probably turned over three quarters of it now. We had 37 guys come into the squad this year for the first time, whether coming up from 18s or being recruited from elsewhere. And to build the connections we have as quickly as we have has been really pleasing. And it's on the back of the way he sets up the environment. Uh, you listen to Ben Hook and Joe Marciano. Our special guest is Rob Harding. He is the football services manager at the Norwood Football Club. We're building up to tomorrow's big game when we take on the Adelaide Crows at Cooper Stadium. Plenty more to come. We're going to be catching up with Bain and Lowe very shortly. Don't go away. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high flag. On SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Off to Cooper Stadium at home tomorrow night to take on the Adelaide Crows. And we're doing it with not as many members as we want, ladies and gentlemen. We are currently on 2,516. We had 3,070 last year. We're after 3,500. That is the goal. So my suggestion to you, when you're coming along to the game tomorrow night, just come through that main new beautiful entrance there where the redevelopment's been done. Turn right, go into the merchandise store, buy yourself some Appel gear, and then yeah. ask them, how can I get my membership organised as well? And one of the friendly team there will be able to sort you out. You'll become a member, and when we start flying in the second half of the year, you'll be wearing your Appel merchandise proudly, and you can say, I am on board with this team as we march towards the finals in 2022. Well... I tell you what, Joe, there was a very, very impressive performance from very. one young man on the weekend, and he's very. been good enough to join us now. His name is Bain and Lowe. He booted four majors for the boys on the weekend. Bain and Lowe, welcome to Red Legs Radio. No, thanks for having me. Bainan, four goals. Uh, must have been nice to make such a significant contribution. Yeah, it was. Um, I've been a little bit quiet um, the past few weeks, and I've got pretty high expectations on myself, so to finally have a big impact on a game was, um, yeah, it was quite enjoyable. Yeah, Bain, and look, you, your game itself, it's, it's, it's a hard one. It's a bit of a, a crumbing small forward. And, you know, we've seen you in the first few games and you've been you've been working your backside off, to be honest with you, and probably just haven't been able to get that reward forever. But how nice was it to, uh, you know, put the uh, put the, uh, the burly under your, under your shoulder last week and just, you know, go in and tuck it under your arm and kick four goals, you know, in a big game, which we needed, you know, and those four goals proved the difference in the end. Yeah, it was good. Um, had a bit of a change in position last week, just playing a little bit closer to goal. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it, it was good to have a bit of a change. But at the same time, I'm still trying to learn plenty. And, um, yeah, there's still so much improvement. So, um, yeah, it was a good start. Tasmanian boy Bonin, uh, did we need to just reduce the temperature down to something you're a bit more accustomed to before you were <laughs> going to fire like this? Uh, yeah, I've actually made a couple of jokes already about um, it must be the weather that is helping my game a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I quite enjoy it when it's a little bit slippery and a bit cold and a bit wet. So um, yeah, it, it definitely feels a bit like I'm over here at the moment. Just to tell us a bit about yourself, Bain, and uh, there's plenty of Norwood supporters who'll be listening in and going, yeah, well, I saw that young lad, uh, young Low, kick a couple of goals for us on the weekend. Got no idea where he's from. So just give us a bit about your background and how you made your way across to the Red Legs. Um, yeah, so I'm a Tassie boy. Um, from Devonport, which is where um, Jade grew up. Um, but yeah, so I've just come through the Tassie Devils program, um, and I've, I've still got dreams to try and get on an AFL list. But unfortunately, that didn't happen for me last year. So I, I just thought the next best move was to um, play in the second comp 
best comp in Australia, and which is a sample. So I um, have a good connection with uh, Twig to be able to get me over here was um, something I was really keen on doing. Hey, um, Baden, obviously as a Tassie boy, how have you seen the shift of um, of level of football between, uh, was it, is it the Northwest Football League that you play in in Tasmania? Yep, yeah. yeah. To the uh, SANFL. What's, I mean, what's the difference? Is it, is it different type of, um, you know, game style? Is it different type of bodies that you're playing against? What's, what's the major difference? Uh, everything's probably a little bit different okay. from um, the league I'm playing back home. Um yeah, it's just a lot more fitter, faster, yeah. um, smarter football over here. Um, it's quite contested back home, so this game is contested over here, but it opens up very quickly. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a much high, higher standard over here, that's for sure. Um, and I, I want to, uh, you know, this is a question that we want to get the fans, you know, give give the fans a little bit um, of insight in. But obviously, playing you know forward pocket, a bit closer to goal, it's easy to measure yourself on goals kicked, but. You know, what performance indicators does Twig and, and Chief expect of you game by game, Bainan? Uh It's all about playing your role, yep. um, especially for a small forward. Um, we're pretty big on trying to apply as much pressure as we can down there. So I think they'd be more than happy for me to have five to ten tackles and hardly get a kick, whether then it was ten touches and not many tackles, but hardly have an impact um, on the game. So, yeah, for me, I just try and apply as many as much pressure as I can. And if a couple of goals come on the end of that or set up a couple, um, that's a bonus. But, yeah, just try, as a team, just try and play, apply as much pressure as possible. As a small forward, Boner, was there someone growing up that you really admired, that you looked up to, or that you even maybe try and model your game on a little bit? Um, oh, for me, back home, I've always been a midfielder. So to come over here... Um, I, I had a good idea that I'd be a forward, small forward, high half forward. Um, but yeah, I, I love the um, game of Toby Green. Um, he's just very creative and has a big impact on the game, even when he only has his 10 or so touches. Um, but then, yeah, I'm a Carlton fan, so watch Eddie Betts kick yep. a few goals from the pocket. Um, <laughs> that's always nice to try and practice them at training or when... I was a little bit younger, just having shots at the Oval. So, yeah, those two are um, two that I've really followed. As someone who's just listed uh, a couple of pretty big-name AFL players, it must be great. I imagine you're looking forward to the opportunity of taking on the Crows tomorrow night, who are going to come with uh, some big names and big reputations amongst its 22. Oh, for sure. Um, for me, like, as I said before, I want to get on an AFL list. and uh, Most of the guys that will play tomorrow night are... I'm lucky enough to be doing that. So, um, to, yeah, to get a taste against guys um, that have made it, um, it's pretty exciting and something that you don't really get to see a lot of back in Tasmania. So it's something I'm really looking forward to. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Bonin, we're looking forward to seeing how you go against uh, some of the best defenders in this competition tomorrow night. Uh, thank you so much for your time on Red Legs Radio and we look forward to seeing you boot many more majors for the boys over the course of the next few weeks. Yeah, no, nah, thank you. Thanks on your for having me. Hopefully, hopefully it can continue. Thanks. Bone and Low, the boy from uh, northeastern Tasmania, Devonport up there, uh, a beautiful spot. Yep. I was only over there a couple yeah. of weeks ago, Joe. And uh, yep, the young man, Bone and Low, uh, over to Norwood and booting four goals for us last week, was a key man. We're looking forward to seeing how he tracks over the next few weeks. Joe, we've got a couple of our favourite segments uh-huh. to get underway, and we're That's- going to start with...
So we do the Sandful Stock Market. It's thanks to Findex Financials. They give financial advice for business, for corporates, and for individuals. You grow your wealth with Findex. Who are you buying this week? I'm buying Bain and Lowe. Good boy. Yeah. Four goals. Uh, got Channel 7 goal of the week yep. as well for the one in the pocket uh, down the Roger Woodcock end. Was very impressive. Probably won us the game of his own boot, really. Um, you follow this pretty closely. Is he a draft prospect at the end of this year? Yeah, I think he is. I think he is. Look, he's been a bit quiet early on and, mm. and probably hasn't had the you know goals-to-touches ratio that we would expect with a, with a small forward. But if Sometimes can... you just find your niche. You, you work right. out. You come into a new competition. Yeah, you, the ball yeah. goes all around you, but yeah. suddenly you work it out. And obviously he missed the, he missed the game in the, in the, on the EP against West Adelaide, so he was a bit unlucky to miss that one there due to H&S protocols. So um, to kick four goals... Uh, last week. He'll have his work cut out for him against pretty good defenders in tomorrow night. So really excited to see how he goes. Who are you buying? I'm going to buy some South Adelaide because I've been selling them the last few weeks. And now that the price has dropped, they play Westies this week and I'm going to watch their price come back up. I've ha- I've done beautifully with South Adelaide. I feel a bit sick for them because they have had a really difficult run with injury. But I reckon they'll be at home this week. They'll play Westies. I've... Sold them at the right time. Now the price has dropped. I'm going to buy them again right. at the right time. Who are you? Who are we going to sell this week, Joe? I'm selling South Adelaide. You're going to sell them. They'll win. Crazy time. It doesn't matter. Do though. you understand how markets work, no, mate? No, but Bryce Gibbs out now. So you you're actually suggesting they might lose to West. Well, West weren't too bad against Port Adelaide last week in the Riverland. I'm telling you, this is a, a, a this is a tough game for South Adelaide. You, I got a, f- a few back this week. Overall, I think will be back. Uh, I reckon I've seen their team because that, that came early th- via Brent Riley. Uh, right. So overall, will be back. Okay. Rose will be back. They'll be okay. They'll okay. they'll beat West. Is that a, that's and a, you will have done your dough. That's oh. unfortunate, but that's the way it rolls. I'm going to sell the Eagles. Oh, I'm selling okay. the Eagles. I've been saying all along. I just reckon they're a little bit one dimensional. They've got a tough game this week against Sturt at Wigan Oval. They've only got one avenue to goal. If Menzel doesn't kick them, no kick one kicks them. Week. Yeah, I know. He's he's doing very well, but he's the sole reason why they're staying in games. Mm. I think Sturt bounce back after their disappointing loss to North Adelaide and they'll beat the Eagles. Uh, does, is that Saturday afternoon? Yeah, it is Saturday. Does Connor Ballenden go in the mid-season? Mm. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't studied that one enough. My, my big he, fear is he's, Boyd. He's, he was the, okay. Yeah. Right, well, let, let's move on. Selling. You've sold. I sold South. You sold South. I've sold the Eagles. Who are you hanging on to? I'm holding my Tarvis at the start of the year, uh, the Tahini and Jarvis. Yeah. I've got to hold Tarvis <laughs> because he's Tahini's out with a, with a minor hammy now. Yeah. I think Jarvis looked all right last week. Yeah. So I'm going to hold them, uh, and I think they'll um, they'll come to fruition. You? I'm holding Norwood So because okay. I bought some last week. It was the right time. Yeah. Uh, it would be easy to say, you know, this is a tough game against uh, the Crows. but You're buying teams against lower-ranked teams. That's fair, but... Yeah, that's how you. That's how the market works, mate. Well, you've got to look at the overall stature of teams as well. Yeah, you can you can sell them again the next week. All right. I'm very comfortable hanging on to my Norwood shares. I could I would have thought about selling them this week, but I just reckon we're a sniff against oh, the I think crows. We are as well. Yeah, would be easy to having made a profit. Would be easy to sell out again and maybe purchase some more later on. Yeah. But I'm just going to hang on to them this week because I reckon maybe a work. sniff of uh, a big victory is about to bob up. Okay. Uh, one of my favourite segments is the Barossa Boy Rolling Best and Fairest Predictor. You made any changes this week? <laughs> we do it thanks to Barossa Boy, of course. Uh, Trent Burge, wonderful winemaker. Just it is wine. absolutely beautiful stuff. The Cheeky Tilly. What, do you can remember? Uh, Double Trouble. Double Trouble. Yep. A- absolutely outstanding wines. We love them. It's the way to watch the footy with a glass of yep. Barossa Boy. I nah, love their work. Uh, in comes Nicky Rokar. 
Oh, you are Alpha Joshy Riches. Outrageous. <laughs> this is, you, sa- you sat here last week telling me that Nick Rokar was not, he's just a bit part player. What, he's a role player or something. No, you no, said. I didn't say that, but he was very impressive last week. Kicked a good goal at the end, and he comes back in for Joshy Riches. Do, do you do the best players on the website? I'll get given them. Who by? Uh, Twig. Well, because he, he was not in the best players. And I looked at that and I thought, Joe's rigged this. <laughs> Joe doesn't want to see nah, Nick Rokar nah, in Rokes, the best players Rokes, because he's going to have to change his Barossa boy rolling BNF predictor. Nah, Rokes is in. Right. Uh, how about you? Uh, I've stuck with Jay Rantel. He's just ticking Ooh. along nicely. I reckon he's going to pick up votes. He's he's not necessarily blowing away the media and the public and people like you and he's me. His role. But I feel like what we get out of Jay Rantel is going to be very pleasing yep. to Jade Rawlings and, of course, to Rob Harding. So I'm sticking with Jay Rantel. I've had Nick Rokar at second and I've got in there still and I've put in Maddie Nunn for third. So you won't get Harry Boyd after 31 touches. I'm telling you. Oh, hooky. I, I, the, the only the reason. The Stone curse is I, just giving you it's the, giving the, you nightmares. One reason I have the line through Harry Boyd is because he's uh, he's heading to the big show in about Mate, three weeks' time. Hey, the People's Choice Award leaderboard is up. I'm just going to wheel through these very quickly. Tom Donnelly, yep. who was under a bit of a cloud, we believe, not sure sure if he's going to be fit to play tomorrow night. Our fingers are crossed for yeah. him. But he is the runaway leader on 859. So the one good thing is if, if Tom Dolly doesn't play, there's no other positives. The only positive is it does just put a bit of spice back into the People's Choice Award leaderboard because yep. he's a runaway leader with 859. Harry Boyd second on 216. Yeah. So big game from Harry Boyd. Get in there and vote for him yep. and we might just start to reduce that margin. That award is, of course, thanks to the good people at People's Choice and Credit Union. And we had their feature game last week, People's Choice, and they were fantastic. Uh, and it was a fantastic night. Good win. They had an activation at the front as well. So it was really good exposure for them. And we love their work. Uh, we're off to a break. We're going to catch up with Sashi Syme, who's been named in the Sandful W Advertiser Team of the Year. Looking forward to catching up with her. Yep. We've got a couple more segments to get away. And then we'll catch up with Dale Fleming, who is the uh, Commercial Operations Manager of the Football Club. And he's got plenty to share with you of what's going on on the offside of the fence. So don't go away. Plenty more here on Red Legs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem. On SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Thanks for your company on Red Legs Radio. Dale Fleming is ready to join us very shortly. Joe Marciano and Ben Hook in the studio with uh, young Jacob, who's our little, what would we call him? Our work experience, yeah. ready yeah. to take over. He's going to dominate this show <laughs> in about uh, a year or two time. Nice Thank to have you, you with us, uh, Jacob. Uh, Joe, we get your little one to watch every week and we uh, I've brought up a little sting. It's yeah. thanks to Appel and here we go. Here we go. So there you go. It's Joe's Wonder Watch. Can't take our eyes off of them. We do it thanks to Appel. Yeah, thanks, Hooky. I love the little intro. Thank you for uh, giving me that uh, privilege. Um, so Logan Evans is my uh, one to watch this week. Tell me about Logan Evans. Under-18s, bottom major, 187 centimetres tall, quickest in the team's agility. Uh, good in the air, good aerial player, follows up at ground level. Um, defender, third tall or a key defender. We'll probably play key defender this week. Um, so we're going to look forward to seeing him um, if you were out there watching the 18s. And um, look, the 18s were a two on the trot, I think, at the moment. So they had a good win against 
uh, Central's last week. And uh, Michael Knowles doing a good job down there. So keep an eye on young Logan Evans, guys. Good work, Joe. That's uh, Joe's a wonder watching it is thanks to Appel. Thanks to Integrated Waste Services, I do my little word association. No one cares for the environment more than Integrated Waste Services. So if you've got waste and you want to make sure it's disposed of properly, you get onto the team at Integrated Waste Services. Uh, this week, I've decided to link every team to a famous album cover. The name of the album. I'll wheel through these really quickly because we're going to catch up with Sachi Sign from the women's team. North Adelaide, Robbie Williams, Sing When You're Winning. The Adelaide Crows, Appetite for Destruction, Guns and Roses. Appetite, they have an appetite for destruction. They, they will blow up the competition if they win it. That's, a, that's my concern. Sturt, A Momentary Lapse of Reason. That's the Pink Floyd album. Joe's looking at me yeah. like he's never heard any of these. Glenelg, <laughs> Ride the Lightning by Metallica. Uh, oh, they've played yeah. in uh, three one-kick games the last three weeks, mm. and, of course, they got over that and beat South pretty comfortably on the weekend, even though that game was tight. The Eagles, After the Gold Rush by Neil Young. Lots and lots of gold for the Eagles the last two years. I wonder if they are now after the gold rush. The Double Blues, A Hard Day's Night by the Beatles. I thought that was a real okay. workmanlike performance. Yeah. And I'm very happy to see that each and every week from the legs. South, let it be. I just reckon that they've had too many injuries. It's been too hard for them this yep. year. Just deal with it. Move on. Start to worry about 2023. Port Adelaide, Murmur by R.E.M., they, they, we're getting not much more than a murmur from Port Adelaide. Normally they roar. Normally they're aggressive and ugly and smelly, and they're just giving us a bit of a murmur this year. That's yeah. what I reckon Port Adelaide REM. Central District, bridge over troubled water, Simon and Garfunkel. I, they're on troubled water at the moment, but they do have a way out. I thought they played really well for long periods against us on the weekend. Right. I'm not yeah, ruling no, them off. Good. West Adelaide, nowhere by ride. You're, you're, yeah. tr- you're just yeah. tough on them. Well, I am tough on them, but and I, I'm not I'm tough on West Adelaide as so much as I am tough on the fact that the, they, the competition needs to support them better. And that's something yeah. that's a discussion for another time. That is my word association, my album covers, thanks to Integrated Way Services. Okay, well, it was a, a big week this week for yep. the Norwood Football Club because three of our... Star young women from the Sanford W team have been able to be selected in the Advertiser Team of the Year. One of them is Sachi Simon. She joins us now. Sachi, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. You must be so proud of what you achieved this year along with those two teammates of yours. Yeah, definitely. I think it was a huge year for um, us girls and especially us young ones going through the stay under 18s. Um, so, yeah, it was nice to be recognised by it at the end of the year. Such, um, such is Joe here. Um, you know, you've done a mountain of work. At the start of the preseason, we, you know, you were touted as one of our up-and-coming, you know, breakout year, uh, Sachi Simon. Obviously, you've come into the midfield, you're averaging 18.2 disposals a game at 86% efficiency. What have you done behind the scenes that's turned into this such a, a you know, a powerhouse of a year and, and such great form? Well, I think last year, being my first year playing basically competitive footy, coming from the country, I literally had very little opportunity. Being my second season at Norwood this year, mm. like, it's what I love. I love playing footy, so I really knuckled down. Um, it's my draft year this year, so I knew I had to put in the hard yards to have a good season. And, yeah, I've loved every second of it with the girls. We'd be very proud of zone. Just tell us a bit about where you're from, Sachi. Yeah, um, I am from... Coffin Bay, so Beautiful. I've been in Port Lincoln for a few years, and yeah, Coffin Bay is my home at the moment, and yeah, Very love good. it. Are you an Oyster fan? No. Coffin Bay oysters are the second best thing to come out of Coffin Bay, besides Sachi Sign. I mean, you are number one, <laughs> we reckon, and Coffin Bay oysters are number two. 
Love it. Such Love it. Hey, so yeah, no, I can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, just w- just a one question. Is it Saatchi or Sachi? What do you go by? What do you... I go by Saatchi. Okay, yep. right. So, Out in the field. Yeah. We're going to have to re-record all of yeah, that re- uh, re-record after this show's over, Joe. We've got that wrong right the way through. Hey, Saatchi, you know, Joe. obviously... Joe, pl- Joe. <laughs> Playing this, uh, playing this year, obviously alongside the likes of Lana Schwer, Jade Halfpenny, um, you know Alana Lishman. These girls are, are all young and around your age. How have you enjoyed, you know, having that young crop of girls taking the Footy Club, you know, forward this year? Yeah, I think it's really interesting to see. Like last year, I was one of the youngest girls out there, um, and even with this whole development side coming through, you see a heap more young girls yeah. out, which is awesome because it gives them so much more opportunity. Um, but yeah, it's been awesome to play alongside girls like Lana and Jade and um, and Alana Lishman because it's we're all on the same page. We're all working hard, trying to get drafted. So yeah, it's nice to have them alongside me. Then uh, there's Ali Farrell, of course, the captain of the team, and uh, I list her as a veteran because she's not quite half my age. Uh, she, I mean, unlike you kids are about a third of my age, which, uh, yeah, I still shake my head that you're all playing league football so young. But Ali Farrell, I think she won the Leadership Award uh, for the Sanford W competition on the weekend. So uh, great, uh, I guess, accolade for her. And uh, just tell us a bit about uh, her leadership around that group. Yeah, definitely. Um, coming into Norwood, I, like, I've absolutely loved it. And she's definitely driven my passion for footy. She's like, probably one of the kindest people you ever meet. And this year she put a heap of effort into um, creating a strong culture between our girls with the development league coming through. She wanted to get a really strong bond with all us girls in the development and the league team, which was, which was really great. So we had a really great team culture and it definitely made playing footy a whole lot easier. Yeah, for sure. And not to mention hooky, Alana Lishman won the uh, leading goal kicker Leading goal kicker, well of course. For, for Don't worry, we didn't miss that. Um, Sarge, just one one last one from me. Obviously, what, what does it look like for you now? Obviously, disappointed we didn't make finals. But, you know, as your draft year, you were All-Australian in the AFLW Under-18 Championships as well. So that's a massive, um, you know, achievement for, in itself as well. But what does it look like for you going forward now, um, heading into the rest of the year? Yeah, so I had a bit of a rest after coming out of the National Championships body needed it but um yeah i'm basically back playing school footy for wilderness at the moment just to keep the legs ticking over um yeah still keeping fit and basically just waiting for the draft to come around and i'll sit still and keep my fingers crossed and hope for the best well, Sachi, we hope for the best for you as well. We'd love to see you make your way through to an AFL list. Uh, well, probably it could be in the next few weeks. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, so uh, all the very best with that. We're very proud with what you've achieved, uh, not only in your junior career and uh, making that All-Australian Under-18 team, but here with Norwood and making the Advertiser Sample W Team of the Year as well. Sachi, do you know who Sand Dune Surf Company are? Yes, of course I do. Tell, tell us them. about them. So, Pakey, um from back home in Lincoln, he's, yeah, runs the company and he's also coaching the Boston's Football Club girls. So it's been their first year of footy over there and he's been doing an awesome job and, yeah, just his support over the season's been awesome for me. Well, he Sand Dune Surf Company is your own personal sponsor. So to all the people over there on the West Coast who are listening in and you're interested in surfing, Sachi, are you a surfer? I am. 
Oh, see, I'm Just not. quietly, yes, I am. You are. Oh, we'd love to hear it. Love no, to, no, yeah. oyst, no oysters. No oysters, surfing. but, yeah, it gets on the waves, and there's plenty of good ones over there. So big thank you to Sun June Surf Company, who supports Sachi Syme, and we want to say a big thank you to Sachi Syme as well, who's been our special guest this afternoon on Red Legs Radio. Sachi, thanks for your time, and good luck over the next few weeks. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Suchi Syme there, Sandful W, uh, Team of the Year from the Advertiser Selectors. Uh, she's a young up-and-coming star, and we are very excited, not only to have her show, but to have her in the Red Legs Club this year. Right, we're off to a break. On the other side, I'm going to be catching up with Dale Fleming because he has got to tell us about so many great Blemo. events that you Norwood fans are going to be very excited about. Don't go away. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. On SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Joe Marciano out of the chair. In comes Dale Fleming, commercial operations manager. Flemo, g'day. Nice to see you. G'day, Hooky. Good to be here. Can I just say, I'd never buy any shares off Joe Marciano. I don't think he understands the buy high, sell low Correct. Principle. I mean, never feel bad about selling Norwood because you try and find them at a better price a bit later on. This is this is not a dump on any particular team or club. This is just the way the markets work. Lucky, and it, lucky he's a good media manager. He'd be a crap stockbroker. Yeah. Get involved. Message Joe on Facebook. When you get to the end of the week, thanks to Findex Financial Services, go ahead and play the stock market with me and Joe. We'll happily talk about it next week. Right. Uh, now, we're going to get into all of the events that you've got coming up, uh, Dale. We don't have a lot of time, so straight into it. I'll whiz through them, hooky. So, Red and Blue Ball is coming up on uh, the 4th of June, and that's a, a fantastic event for the club. All supporters welcome. We encourage as many as we can to get there. Frock up, ladies. Champagne, Barossa Boy wine, live DJ happening at the Wolf Blast Community Centre. Get there 6th, uh, 4th of June. And that's, uh, that's only the 4th of June, so it's a couple of weeks away. Yeah, so, you right. need to get in and buy your tickets now. That's right. What else is coming up? Uh, well, obviously, we've got our pre-matches, which uh, continue before every home game. So uh, we looked forward to uh, filling out the uh, Norwood function room every time, and we'll be doing that most games this year. Mate, so that we- is a great way to watch football. If you haven't done it yet, and you yeah. don't have to be the wealthiest person in the world to support this football club, but my suggestion is, for the value for money, just invest in one night to sit and watch the footy Enjoy the pre-match dinner and then sit and watch a bit of footy from the Wolf Blast Community Centre. It's pretty spectacular, it's isn't it? A- absolutely, mate. And we've got the live commentary now coming into the room. So the atmosphere is great. The next home game after tomorrow night is uh, Sturt. So uh, it- it'll sell out very quickly. And I'll be in for that one. You for will, mate. Sure. And Anything else to see uh, us out? Business lunch tomorrow. Rob Chapman speaking. Um, I just want a special mention to SA Grain Services. Tom Saint, they're sponsoring the lunch. Uh, fantastic supporters of the club. All your grain storage handling uh, needs out there in the regions, uh, machinery, all that sort of thing. So big sing out, uh, a cheerio to Tom. Um, and uh, we've got a ladies' night at the uh, game tomorrow night. Still room for anyone, partners, supporters. Girls, get to the game. It's in the Premier's Bar, cocktails, champagne, canopies, all those sort of things happening for the ladies in the Premier's Bar. So this is downstairs. Downstairs. Brilliant. Hey, Rob Chapman, um, so let's just uh, touch on him very quickly. We're going to have to wrap this up pretty shortly. Former chairman of the Crows, I, he was, I was at the races last week on Saturday. I was working for Racing SA. He had two winners, including the Group 1. Really? He said to me after the race, he said, I'm too scared to look at my betting account. 
how significant he's obviously yeah, doesn't we're, mind we're a punt. Dealing with a few. Zeros, so I tell I you thought. one thing: if you get along to the lunch tomorrow, he is going to be in a pretty good mood, I would imagine, because oh, well, he had a very good day on I'll, the punt. I'll look forward to having a chat with him, and I'm just going to do one little sing out hooky. Go for it, because while we've been in here, my phone keeps ringing. It's Jess Burge, yeah, of course from Barossa Boy, Trent's oh, wife. Uh, well, I don't the, know what it is. The rolling BNF predictor. The rolling BNF. Maybe we've said something wrong. I don't know. But anyway, Jess, I'll call you back in a second. I promise. <laughs> uh, good on you, Jess. We love Barossa Boy Wines. Thank you to Jess and Trent Burge. Righto, well, we're off to uh, Cooper Stadium tomorrow night. It is going to be a massive game. If we get over the line, we're starting to threaten further finals, taking on the Crows. They're very good, but we can match it with them, I reckon. Look forward to seeing you all at the footy tonight. We'll be back next Thursday on Redlegs Radio. Thanks for your company. Go Redlegs. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.